Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. All right. Hi, everybody. Um, welcome to the Renee Stubbs Tennis Podcast. And I'm joined once again by my buddy, my roommate, my broody, Andrea Pekovic. Okay, Pekko, day three, which is weird because it's Tuesday, so it's normally day two, but yeah. because we started on Sunday, day three is in the books. It feels um, like day 30 already. We're actually doing this podcast at the end of play, but there are actually one match still going on with Isla Tomlanovic, so uh, we apologize uh, that we didn't get that uh, result in, but we got to go to bed because we got a long day ahead of us tomorrow. But what a day's play it was today. Can we start with the first match in the evening in particular that I would like to talk about? The with match the, of the day. The match of the day on the women's side in a lot of ways was the Rybakina Pliskova match. <clears throat> what a fantastic match that was. I mean, wow, like some huge hitting, very similar to Osaka Garcia the night before where it was like not a lot of rallies but just amazing shot making and serving. This one, in my opinion, was actually even better because mm. the quality was really, really good from both players. Um, Pliskova had three set points. Um, Rubakina had three set points earlier and then it was sort of back and forth in that first set. It could have gone either way. Uh, Pliskova had an early break in the first set. Um, and then in the end, really, Pliskova had it on her plate, mm. serving for that first set in the tiebreak. And normally, back in the day, she would have finished that off. But I think the lack of confidence mm. in her game and, of course, the confidence that Rabakina has, um, you know, got her through that match. But what were your thoughts on it? Because you were courtside for that match. I was calling it for ESPN and you were courtside for the world feed. So what did you think? I, I agree with you 100%. It was a really high-quality match. I think both women played really well. I think it was the best set I've seen Pliskova play in a long time. Since her wrist injuries haven't hasn't really been the same, um, I feel like she has improved her surf. But that's possible. Of course, she's known as the surf bot. She's known as somebody who surfs really well. However, I feel like there were two, three years of her serving period where her elbow had dropped, where she just was serving double faults in important moments. She and wasn't hitting the... She was. What I noticed tonight was that she was getting better with the kick surf. She was getting the ball toss over her head a little bit again and sort of getting some, 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 you know, air over the net on the second serve. And so it's not as attackable. I mean, it was something that I worked with her a lot on as well. So it's good to see. So you noticed that as well. Uh, absolutely. And I think it was really the difference was mm. the confidence, right? You can see Rebecca has won a lot, a lot of matches. Interesting fact, 
she was the lady who won the most tie breaks in 2023. So even when she was down 6-3, in my, the back of my mind, I was like, she must feel good about this still. Yeah. And you could just see that she was, she just went for it. I think that's the, that's the difference. She didn't have any thought in her mind. And on those two set points, especially when Carolina was serving, you could see that her thoughts were racing. She was like, should I go wide? Maybe down the tee? Or maybe I should go body? I, I don't I know. know. I will. That's how it looked and like, her right? And had been so good the whole mm-hmm. set and she missed the first serves and then obviously got behind in the point. She got a little bit unlucky with that. I mean, not unlucky. It was an incredible shot from mm-hmm. Rubakina with the cross-court little dink shot over the off the leg court and um, you know, and then that one ball at six all that was on the outside of the line. So it's just everything fell her way. But that's what happens when you have the confidence. Mm-hmm. And when you don't have the confidence, those little tiny things don't go your way. And that's what happened in that match. But it was, I mean, Rabakina has to feel unbelievably good about herself to get through that match with this quality of tennis that Karolina Pliskova, former number one in the world. And of course, you know, finalist, two-time Grand Slam finalist showed that Rabakina could get through that match, that's got to give her a shit ton of confidence going forward in this tournament, I, I have to think. I think so. I And um, Josh Eagle was calling the match and Josh Eagle and Laura Robson and Josh asked us, what when it's all said and done and Rabakina's career is over, where do you think will she have won the most majors? And I said, I think it's the Australian Open. Yeah. She looks so comfortable here. Yeah. It's a medium quick court. It's the quickest of all majors as of now. Of course, they change the surfaces yeah. every year. But as of now, it's been the quickest for a while now. And I think these do you big think it's hitters... Do faster than the US Open? I think it's slightly faster than the US Maybe not faster, but it's flatter. I feel like, especially when it's hot and with the humidity, the ball in Arthur Ashe and the biggest stadiums can sit up a bit more. On the outer courts, it's a different story. Here, it really skids through. And and it's been a bit slower this year compared to last yes. year, but it still plays speedy compared to other hard courts. And we have seen the tour slowing down the hard courts more and more. And I think, especially for these big hitters, the beginning of the season is so huge. Yeah. You saw it last year too with Sabalenka and Rebecca. They started into the season blasting because they just need that freshness, that alertness. They need to see the ball early. They need to feel rested. They need to feel trained. And that's why I think she just looks at home here. And I think that will be her slam sooner or later. And, you know, we don't talk about the balls enough. These balls, um, I'm hearing that they're a little bit, feel a little heavier this year. So, you know, a big hitter is going to be able to hit through that mm. as well. And she is a big hitter oh my god some of the shots that she was hitting tonight particularly the backhand and the serve was unbelievable so a huge win for her especially because she would have seen the draw and gone are you fucking kidding me yeah. like really <laughs> um but anyway eager Shiontak also had a great win first up oh that was you know, a good match too yeah i mean sophia cannon former champion here at the australian open has pl- had a decent 12 months got her sort of ranking back up there mm. and Really, that would have been a nightmare draw for Shiantek as well, and a bit rusty in the first set. Like it was a, it was a, it was a tussle in the first set. She got through that and relaxed a little bit, and then got it done. But oh, what a nightmare draw for Sofia Kennan, and frankly for Pliskova. I mean, geez, I mean Naomi Osaka, Angie Kerber, all these players that yeah. lost in the first round. Well, and you tweeted it out before the tournament. <clears throat> yeah. The craziest section of all is Shiantek getting through through getting through Kennan played a good match. And now Collins is waiting for yeah. her. The woman that has taken her out a few years ago. She took her out two years two ago. Two years ago in yes. the semifinal. Yes. So, yeah, I mean, it's just a nightmare. I, mean, I, I did see Eager today, and she was like, yeah, Collins now. Like, you know, I mean, she's aware that 
she's had a shitty draw. Mm. So there's some players that have got, you know, and people say it's the luck of the draw and you're like, oh, you make your luck and all that sort of, no, 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 you don't. <laughs> Those people get pulled out and you have to play them. So mm. it's a good win for Shiantek and it's not getting any easier having to play against Danielle Collins. And yes, Danielle Collins has not played great in the last 12 months, but you have to understand something. And I had this little bit of a Twitter war with people because they're like, oh, Collins is not playing well. Sophia Cannon's not the same player. All this sort of stuff. It doesn't matter. These players have done well in their career and they know how to win on the biggest of stages. And so you cannot take people like that for granted when you go up against them because they know how to win in big matches. And we saw that. I mean, the bottom line is that, you know, Kerber lost to Daniel Collins because Daniel Collins has been playing really good tennis over the last few years and Angie Kerber has had a baby and been away and it's I think Angie's going to struggle coming back but I think look uh you know if she can get the fitness level back the quickness with the feet but it's not that easy to do in your mid-30s after having a child but we hope that she can get it back same with Naomi I think it'll come easier to Naomi because mm. she has the power game and she's a lot younger, younger she's lot 10 younger. years younger mm. than Angie Kerber so <clears throat> just like with Svitolina coming back, younger. That's why she, I think, did really well. But even for Serena, even though Serena made what, four Grand Slam finals after she came back, <laughs> but still she didn't win them. And I yeah. think a lot of that had to do with the fact that she's a little bit older and she understands that time is running out, all that sort of mm. stuff. But anyway, incredible win by Iga. Holger Rune got through in a really tough match today against yeah. Nishikori. Faced yep. it, Nishioka. Nish, uh, sorry, uh, Nishioka. But I tell you, oh, man, the weather was hot today too, mm. and it, that was a factor yeah. with a bunch of events. Uh, what else stood out uh, to you on the on the mm. men's side? We had a few good showings actually. Kaspar Ruth came through really nicely, and your fave Grigor Dimitrov. You had a bit of a struggle in the oh, first man. set, but he's been doing well here. And that was a rough first round as far as you know players that that have done well um, and has taken out some good good players in Fuksovic. But um, he's Grigor's tough man right now. He's stronger. Mm. He's fitter. He's he's bigger. He went through long COVID. He was mm. having some real issues with that mm. last year. Uh, you know, in the previous year, mm. and last year he was starting to get it coming back. And you can tell he's just stronger and he's mm. fitter, and he is more confident. And I think he's hitting his backhand bigger and mm. better. I think he's serving better. Mm. He didn't serve great today, but he is serving better. So mm. I, I'm super happy about seeing Grigor do really well. And, and Tanasi Kokinakis, he oh. cannot win a match here under five hours and five sets, can he? No. Unbelievable. <laughs> but he did it. He got through. And thankfully for him, the crowd you know, helped him get through that match. And they will continue to get, through, get him through, hopefully, the next match and whatever it's going to take. But hopefully his body stands up. Um, Alcaraz looked amazing against poor mm. old Richard Gasquet. What a shitty draw for yeah. poor old Dickie And he Gasquet. hung in there in the first set, got it to the tie break, looked actually quite good. Some beautiful shot making with these two, right? Yeah, that so backhand. Fun. So fun. I, I mean, I could only, could I could you, only you dream. You want to dream about having a one-handed backhand? I could only dream. It's, it's a nice thing to have, but you know, a lot of people want that two-hander because they want to use that left hand to help them hit a backhand well on the, on returns i guess it helps a little it but does. other than that it's nice to have it does. A, a nice little one hand um but i was i was super happy for grigor in particular uh, right now as we said tom lanovic is playing martic tom janovic martic it's a it's a battle in the third set P uh, pagula is up a set and three two with a break against rebecca marino who has a great story as well and we will be back tomorrow Renee, it's 11 36 are you PM. calling it already after all I, that no oh, no no let's just, just 
Let's add Victoria Azarenka got That's through an what I unbelievable yes. three-set match yes. today. She had the crowd going. And, of course, Camilla, Camilla Georgie is not easy. Sloane Stevens won a match here for the first time in about five years. So yes. kudos to Sloane for getting through her matches. Um, and I don't know. I mean, the weather is going to be cold tomorrow, which mm -hmm. is really random, but it's mm -hmm. also very typical yep. of Melbourne. I want to give a little um, shout-out and congrats also to Emma Navarro, yes. who got through a really tough match today, especially after coming from Hobart and winning the tournament. Yeah. And she getting to the there. semis. And actually, interesting fact, Emma Navarro and yes. Yelena Ostopenko are the two match win leaders on the WTA Tour right now. Wow. Because, as you said, Emma Navarro, she won in Hobart one today. And uh, just behind them, Yelena Rybakina. Wow. Or Elena. Is it Elena or Yelena? It's... E I think it's, it's the same with, like, Ostapenko. Some it, call I think it's Elena. Because then they also call her uh, Lena. Yeah, they? yeah, yeah. You know, I said Elena, but then the announcer today on the stadium kept saying Yelena, and I was like, "Am I the one who's wrong?" Or so? I think you probably have a better idea how to say her name than, than the, the Australian announcer, because <laughs> we fuck every name yeah. up. I'm just gonna be super honest. Okay. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, Ostapenko won. She was a bit scratchy in the first set. Mm. Kim Birrell had an opportunity to win the first set, certainly on her own serve, but she hit a couple of double faults um, that hurt her. But tomorrow, I just want to give you a little, uh, yes. before we go, tomorrow is going to be another unbelievable day. We've got Angebeur, uh, of course, Alex Dimonor, Arena Sabalenka. We get to see her up against, uh, finally, I feel like it's been forever that, since we've seen Sabalenka. Um, she's up against Brenda Fruvitova, mm -hmm. Novak Djokovic, of course, Yannick Sinner, Coco Goff uh, against another American. So we've got a lot on the, on the schedule tomorrow. Um, and I'm going to um, call a little upset alert. Okay. On Jordan Thompson versus Stefanos Tsitsipas. I think you're right. Not because I think Stefanos was playing particularly badly. I don't think he did. I actually think he looked uh, fairly okay compared to how he has looked in the past. I just those the surf was worrying to me, and Jordan has played really, really well. He always plays well in Australia, and he has a great surf, and he has that kick surf that jumps really high on Stefanos's backhand. So I'm just a, so a alert, little worried. Alert, that... alert, people. Well, ju I'm just worried about that. Let's for Stefanos. Oh, so you're not going to call it? I'm a pussy. Oh, you're can such I say a that? Wuss. On the, you I can, am a we wuss. can say whatever we want okay. on this podcast, yeah. and you are going to call yourself a pussy. You can call yourself a pussy. <laughs> um, but anyway, ladies and gentlemen, we've had a long day. Uh, we appreciate you tuning in. But the bottom line is. We had an excellent loads of tennis today. Once again, it was bloody hot today and tomorrow is going to be a lot more mild. So we'll see how the players, I'm sure they'll enjoy it. I never mm. enjoyed playing in the cold, but today was windy and yeah, hot and that hot. is not fun. So anyway, thanks for joining us. Tune in tomorrow. Of course, uh, the world feed, if you're listening to the world feed, which a lot of you will be getting, you're getting Andrea Pekovic's lovely tones and voices. And you had your first on-court interview today I did. on Rod Labor. <laughs> how did you find that? I, I was a little nervous. It was my first uh, one and I knew I I was uh, getting both either Pliskova or Rybakina, who are not known to be... The, chatty. Exactly, chatty, the longest talkers. And the only thing I was worried about really was that they don't want to be there because I know yeah, how it feels. Yeah, they just want to get the hell yeah, out of there. Especially after a great intense match, you just want to get into recovery. And that was the only thing I was worried about that I prepared this great question. And you were going to get a uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I get it. So I made sure that I asked open questions, um, but still players always find a way to make it really short if they want to. But Eleanor was great. And I think she looked really happy and really relieved. And she yeah. said it 
it was a tough draw. And she had a 3-0 head-to-head against Pliskova. But still, you don't want to play somebody who has a chance at winning slams. And Karolina is always among the favorites. And yes, she's had a few years where she hasn't been as strong as she used to be. But still, you don't want to play somebody like this in the first round. Listen, when she came out and, and got broken very early in the match, Rubakina, mm. against one of the best servers of all time, you kind of get a little bit of shit in your pants. Yeah. Kind of thing, right? <laughs> because you're like, oh my God. And not only that, Carolina was playing well. Mm-hmm. She wasn't giving a lot yeah, of free yeah, yeah. points. She, was, really she well. was pounding the forehand to the forehand rally, which kind of favors Pliskova's game. Mm. So, you know, as a player, Rubakina doesn't show a lot of you know emotion, mm. as she told you on the court. <laughs> but internally, believe me, she was thinking, oh my God, I'm getting really good Carolina Pliskova yeah, tonight. Exactly. And so that's why she needed to bring her best. And it just... Um emphasizes the point you made in your Twitter wars that you get into. I think it's one of your hobbies. When you read Renee Stubbs' bio on ESPN, it says sports announcer and uh, commentator, hobbies, getting into Twitter wars with randos. With randos. With randos. But it just comes to support your point that if you play these players who are, first of all, known to play well on a big stage. Second of all, who tend to show up in the big matches. Yeah, they're not overawed by... Game. I mean, Carolina Pliskova is not going to be walking out to Rod Labour going, oh my God, exactly. like some girl who's yes. never been out there, yes. like the 18-year-old German that played yeah, Stavalenka exactly. in the first round going, oh my God, I'm going to shit myself yes. before I even hit a ball and my, my heart rate's at 180 and I haven't done anything. Whereas Carolina's walking out there going, okay, yeah, I've been here, I've done it before. I'm I'm former world number one. I know how to handle this moment. Mm. That's a very different it person is. to get. And I, I I compare it a little bit to uh, Fed Cup, Billie Jean King Cup now, yeah. or Davis Cup. When you have a player, even if, for example, in France, they have this discussion all the time. Christina Mladenovic hasn't had great seasons since she's been the number uh, since she, since she's been in the top ten. But she has continuously shown up At in the Billie, Billie Jean, Jean King, King Cup, Cup. Yeah. ties. Yeah. I would always put her if I can, and if I don't have anybody that is like a Caroline Garcia, so much better, right? Yeah. I would always favor her compared to somebody like Alize Kone, who is a fantastic player, but just continuously has not been able to show up and sustain that yeah. pressure of a team competition, which is just a very different animal. Yeah. And uh, and and just. To support your point, I think there is something in the mentality of these players who have been there, who have been in the finals, who have been in the, on the big stages, that is just a bit different no matter what has happened in, in the past. Yeah, and just to put a button on that, I think the difference with Carolina and Rubakina tonight, for example, was that she wasn't overawed by the situation, Carolina, which is why she was able to come out and, out and play so well. But the difference was when it came down to serving out that set, it's just, even for her, she wasn't overawed by the situation, but the lack of confidence to be able to finish off that set was obvious mm. right at that moment. And so could that come back? There's no question because yeah. she just has to do it once. Yes. And then she goes, oh, shit, that's right. I don't remember how to do this. Mm. But that does take time. That's why it's going to take time for Naomi Osaka. That's mm. why it's going to take time maybe for Carolina to get back there now that she's healthy. Mm and those types of players. So we have hope that they'll get back there. The Emma Raducanu, we forgot yeah. to mention, won her first round against yeah, Shelby Rogers. I mean, honestly, that's probably the best draw that she yeah. could have because also Shelby hasn't played for so long mm. um, because of injuries and et cetera and getting married mm. and all that sort of stuff. So it was a good draw in mm. some way for Emma, N- nothing against Shelby, but, but still even for someone like her, 
when you've done things like winning Grand Slams, mm. you're not overawed as much by a situation as a lot of people. And I think why it's so it's been so difficult to see these top players put against each other in the first round is that against taking the example of Pliskova and Rybakina against the Rybakina, she only has that one chance. Yeah. She only has, has that one yeah. little opening. Yeah. And so if she squanders gone. that, it's gone. Rybakina never looked back in the second set, right? But if she plays somebody ranked 50, she will get three openings. If she plays somebody that's ranked 90 or a qualifier, she will get six openings. Yeah. And Karolina Pliska will take one of these openings. Yeah. But she might not take the little one opening she had, yeah. you know? Yeah. And that's the difference. And that's why it's hard for Naomi Osaka playing Garcia because she had a chance, but she had one chance. Yeah. No, she had no break points. Yeah, but not I mean, one. you know, in chance, I mean like 15-30 yeah, yeah, and a neutral ball. Yeah, yeah. But that's one neutral ball at 15-30 and that's not even guaranteed you will break, yeah. you know? But that's what I mean. But against a 30, 50, 90 in the world, there will be more of these chances and you also don't feel so stressed to have to take that one yeah. little thing that you Especially have. playing against such a great server as both of them are. So yeah. uh, anyway. Anyway, guys, thanks for joining us. Um, We'll be back tomorrow. Yeah, we went on a little tennis. rant there, we unexpectedly. On, we went down a rabbit hole. But uh, we appreciate it. I hope more you, power to I was us. like, we appreciate a rabbit hole. I, we hope you appreciated That's our rabbit hole. Important. All right, guys, see you tomorrow. See Bye. You tomorrow. Cheers. Cheers. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.